Welcome back to Adventure Calls. This is the second episode of our International Impact Series, and today I'm interviewing Emma Bates. Emma is the CEO and co-founder of Diem, a new social universe for women and non-binary folks. By trade, she's a marketer and a community builder, and her entry into marketing was somewhat untraditional. She started out by growing a blog to 100,000 readers at age 19, and then she used that to transition into marketing roles at some of the fastest growing consumer brands in New York City and the UK. Prior to founding her community DM, she was head of global marketing at the travel brand Away. These are some of my favorite suitcases and you'll hear me fangirl in this episode for sure. Emma's work has been featured in Forbes, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, and The Cut for her unique approach to marketing, community building, and partnerships. Emma was born and raised in the UK before moving to New York City in 2016. And today we talk about the impact of living abroad and specifically in New York City on her community DM. Enjoy the show. You're listening to Adventure Calls. Emma. Thank you so much for coming on Adventure Calls, the International Impact Series. I'm so happy to have you. DM is something that I'm super excited to talk about. I will not do your bio for you. Please let the people know who are you and tell us a little bit about DM. Of course. So thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Um, so I am Emma. I'm the co-founder of a new platform called DM. Uh, we are designing a social universe that is for exchanging knowledge. Um, the platform is designed for women and non-binary folks um, to talk about all the things that they want to talk about and learn from each other and uh, candidly converse over that they feel like they can't talk about in other places. So a little bit about me. Uh, I am obviously, as you can tell via my accent, um, I'm from the UK. I moved to New York about six years ago, almost to the week, actually. Um, I love, love, love living um, here. I The opportunities and things that I've been exposed to from moving to New York are things that I don't think I ever would have done had I stayed in London. Obviously, London, no, no like shade towards London, but do love it here. Um, my sort of professional resume, I guess. Um, I've always been in marketing and partnerships. I started um, very much in community. I worked for one of the first creator platforms, built out their community of creators from zero to 300. Um, I then went on to work in partnerships for Away. I was one of the very early Away employees, was there for the first three years of the business, did everything from pop-up hotels in Paris to collaborations with uh, very well-known people and very cool brands. Um, so that was awesome. I met my co-founder of DM actually while I was there. Um, and yeah, I guess my larger than all of that, uh, my passion in life is to close the gender power gap and, uh, create product services and resources that can service that, um, which came from my time at college, uh, where I studied, War studies, but majored in gender and sexual-based violence in areas of conflict. Uh, what you study just does not, I mean, it does eventually empower you to do what you end up doing. But I mean, wow, that's a far cry from where you started. Very far. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but one of those fangirl things for me was 
when I saw that you you had you, that you were the head of partnerships, I don't know the exact title at Away because so I was one of like the first you were a really early adopter had Away suitcases before everyone you know I was really one of the first first people um, and. I totally bought into the marketing. It was the work that you were doing. It was so well done. It was so slick. I mean, the suitcase is great, but like, I know oh, that no, wasn't it was my decision. The brand. You know, yeah, <laughs> entirely. It was a brand exercise, and that was so. And I knew it. And I still, I have, I think I have three still right now. Not that they're getting as much use as they should be, unfortunately, um, in this silly pandemic. Um, but yeah, so that was very exciting for me because it's like right there. I know how how good your work is because I've experienced it and was definitely uh, swayed by it. Um, let's go back a little bit further, though, because I think when I was doing my stocking on you, um, I think I also saw that you what kind of maybe kicked this off was that you started a blog. Oh, you are you a good were 19. No, I am. I'm a stalker. Yeah, I do this just for the stalking. Uh, and you grew it, you grew it really to a whole bunch of followers. Can you talk a little bit about that? Did you just want to create a blog? Or how did you even get started in that? I have always loved writing. Um, I really, really enjoy just putting pen to paper on not even in a good way. Just, I, I really, I'm like, I don't think I'm an excellent writer by any means. I just really enjoy it. Um, and while I was at college, um, my degree, as I sort of mentioned, was very academic. Um, and I'm highly creative at the same time. I studied art A level. I did all of those sorts of things. Um, and so I took up film photography, uh, and photography, uh, digital photography, uh, and something, something I really enjoyed doing. Um, and then I didn't really want to put it on Facebook because I felt like at the time it was like Facebook albums. Uh, but I felt like that was a bit lame and I didn't feel like that was the right place for it. So I started writing around the film photography and the photos I was taking and, yeah, it became a blog uh, that was actually largely travel inspired um, or like reviews of cities and local places that I went to, um, as well as more like lifestyle pieces or the occasional opinion essay. Um, very entitled of me, age 19, thinking I had good opinions. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it grew pretty big. Um, and that was actually my entry into marketing. So I'm obviously my degree was nothing to do with marketing, but I learned marketing via building my own blog. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, and it, you know, and at 19, it's like, it becomes like your native language in a way, you know, you just understand marketing a totally different way. No, that's exciting. I was also uh, a travel blogger. Uh, I didn't, don't think I ever hit a hundred thousand. So <laughs> you definitely hit that one out of the park too. Um, okay. So like, did New York City bring you to the U.S. or did coming to America or what What was it that brought you stateside? New York City. Um, I actually yeah. don't think I would live anywhere else in America. Um, I wasn't sure if San Francisco from the tech side. Yeah, I think I think SF is interesting work wise, um, but I really just love the balance that New York offers. Um, and it's not a very that sounds ridiculous, but balance in there is a lot of really interesting founders and the entrepreneurial network here is amazing for work, but I love the combination of being able to access like culture. It's like the, and the finance, like it's the biggest finance uh, capital. I literally completely screwed this up. It was the capital of finance, I think of America or something like that. There's just like so many industries that coexist here, which I find really exciting um, and certainly in what we want to build with DM I love being at the intersection of culture and technology because 
that is what we're doing. Um, and I feel like if I was in sort of the bubble of SF, even some of the ideas that we have for the future, like wouldn't be coming to life in the same way. So yeah, New York City was what brought me here. Yeah. Well, and you are thousands of miles away from all the bros that I think you're trying to get away from by creating this. And what you're calling DM is it's a it's a universe is how you're referring to this. I'm seeing in a lot of places, which is a really like bold and different way to describe it. So can you give a little bit more detail on on what DM is? I uh, am a, a user. I've, I've downloaded the app. I'm in there. And the conversations I see are so elevated. And so um, I mean, it's it's literally the opposite of Facebook. I mean, it couldn't be more different, but it it is a social media universe. Can you dive into that a little bit more? For sure. So the way that we see it is really the platform is for exchanging knowledge. Uh, the means in which people do exchange knowledge is highly social in nature. It is like social knowledge sharing, basically. It, it like is powered by social connection. Uh, but the purpose is to exchange the information that you might want to learn from that other purpose, that other person. When we say, the word universe, we really are thinking about our future vision. Uh, we want to build an entire society that is designed for women and non-binary folks, first and foremost. Um, we want to build an economy that like can fund them and like that they get paid for their knowledge and their expertise and the things that they're sharing. Uh, there's, there's a whole sort of, I guess, like vision that we have for the actual technology that we build to achieve that. Um, Perhaps it's three-dimensional elements uh, that make people feel as though they're in the same place. So therefore they share more candidly, like things like that. Um, but yeah, so the word universe, we really think of in terms of like, how can we rebuild the world that we live in, um, in a digital way that benefits women and non-binary folks? Mm-hmm. So just like small. Yeah, just tiny, tiny, really. You're not going for much. Um, that's fine. It's nice to live a small, quiet life. Um, no, that's unbelievable. Now, are you, are you carefully not saying metaverse? I mean, this seems like it is prime for the metaverse world. Are you already? I'm not in there. I don't really know how to get in there yet. I don't think um, anyone does. So don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I think the term metaverse is. It's a cool vision for the future. I think it's going to come to life very differently from what people might assume uh, today in terms of the explanations that most people have seen. They came via the sort of Facebook presentation in October of last year, uh, which is actually, it might be the case. It'd be cool if there were elements of that that came to life, but I actually think it will be very different from that. I think the metaverse is not meant to be alternate. It's meant to be additive. So my perspective on how you build products is that like this should be an addition to your real life sort of thing. Like being able to even a good example actually that came up in a conversation in DM the other day was, uh, do you get complimented on the clothes that you wear or like that you like there's something the recommendations that you give someone like the metaverse will enable someone to walk up to you and they're like hey I love your coat and you'll be like do you want to borrow it and like you could make money on someone borrowing your coat um and so like that's a, a very small but an example of like the additive behavior that this type of technology that could uh bring to people's lives, I think. Um, but yeah, we are veering away from describing ourselves as a metaverse. I think perhaps in the future we do become tangential or a part of it. I think that the metaverse is more the future of the internet type thing. It's like the internet 3.0 is, is the kind of the mm-hmm. description. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't, 
there's just a lot of words that I disagree with in that world. So, <laughs> and can I ask, so, you know, I see that the impact, the impact that you want to make on the world and it is, it is big. It is not small, but, but let me ask you it the other way around. Cause this is the kind of thing that really interests me is how much do you think that your for example, right now living abroad, but also having written about travel or really having, and I mean, obviously your degree, I mean, Jesus, what you focused on for, for university. I mean, how do you think that has all sort of synthesized into you setting these audacious goals, but also having the desire to change the world that we live in in this way? How, how, how does your experience like being abroad really uh, help to form this? Um, I think in two ways. One, the attitude towards achieving things in America, I'm sure, but my experience in New York is like everyone just thinks you can do it. Like there's no, there's no one that's really like, Oh, are you sure you can achieve that? It's more like, Hey, can I introduce you to this person? Come to this dinner. You should talk here. You should do this. Like try this. Have you seen this? Whereas like I found in the UK when you talk about businesses or starting a company or anything like that at least my personal experience was much more like oh but what if you fail um and or what if like it's less helpful it's like less I want to help you and it's more like have you thought about all these things and it's like any entrepreneur and any entrepreneur knows yes of course they've thought about failing they think about failing every single day like it's not far Mm -hmm. from our brains when we're sort of building this company um so I'd say in that way being abroad has influenced what we're trying to achieve is that you actually feel empowered to try at least like why not like why not try if you have the resources the privilege the access available to you like why not give it a go um and I think that that's probably the biggest realization that I've had uh second to that I think being abroad or experiencing being lucky to have experienced multiple different cultures and study different cultures and be fascinated by the different ways that people live around the world um I definitely think that influences how we even think about bringing DM to life like the earliest version of the product we recognize is definitely for people who are privileged to own an iPhone, for example, or like, it's not for, it's not having an impact on the communities that maybe need, need the impact, but in the future, we hope that it will. So, um, yeah, I I think, I think sort of exposure and also empowerment are the two words I would bring from my experience living abroad. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's so funny to, I love hearing people talk about the US from the outside because most of my time is spent talking to Americans who, you know, got the hell out. Um, and I, I love like hearing the positive things about, about the states as well. And it's so interesting because the stakes I feel like here are so much higher because in the UK, at least like if you did fail, you have like a somewhat of a social system that would also support you and you won't live under a bridge. No pressure. Sorry. (laughs) But like here, I mean. Oh, here it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. The healthcare, not having a healthcare system. I, I grew up with the NHS, like, like getting an inhaler, getting Medicaid, you don't pay for any of that. You like go to boots. Mm -hmm the pharmacy for those aren't familiar um and you're like here's my prescription and they're like here you go and like maybe you might pay five pounds but like that is it's we're so lucky um and living here seeing just that the stark class divides literally based off of access to basic social security is like heartbreaking and also just like wild to me like it's so different from I mean like there's a lot of homelessness and unhoused people and things like that in 
in the UK, but at least there's like the NHS or systems in place to, to try and when you fall off the cliff, at least it, there might be something that you could land on. Yeah. You know, but here, I mean, I think the difference is in the US, like you have to go for it. Yeah. If you don't go for it, like it's not going to, it won't magically appear and there's no one else, you know, so you just have to go for it. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So how can people find DM? Where are you now? Uh, and yeah, how do people have access to, to what you're building? Yeah. So on all social channels, apart from Facebook, because I don't want to set up a Facebook page, uh, our, our handle is ask DM. So A S K D I E M, um, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Uh, app wise, come and join the DM universe. If you are interested, uh, you can find us both in the Apple app store and the Android, uh, Google play store too. Amazing. And where can people find you so they can also stalk and fangirl oh, you? Oh uh, yeah. Come, come stalk <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> no, please don't. Uh, the, <laughs> uh, it's uh, my, uh, Instagram and Twitter are both Emma S H Bates, B A T E S. Okay, great. And we'll link to that in the show notes, of course. Thank you so much for taking the time to join Adventure Calls. I really appreciate it. And everyone, please go download DM now. Yes. Come come share your knowledge. Exactly. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Adventure Calls. If you like what you heard, please head over to review this in Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating or review. It really helps to reach more and more people with the show. If you're inspired and are looking to move abroad, head on over to jessicadrucker.com forward slash book and pick up a copy of How to Move Abroad and Why It's the Best Thing You'll Do. If you already know you want to move abroad but want some concrete help on getting there, head over to jessicadrucker.com forward slash guide and pick up the 2022 Global Relocation Guide. Relocation specialists who can help you figure out everything from moving companies, how to get a visa, filling out the paperwork, how to find an apartment, all the details you need to get yourself abroad and start your own adventure. That's all for now. We'll see you next time on Adventure Calls.